welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your humble host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. They present the Two Rivers Ford take. They also present to you exceptional customer service. When you go pay them a visit out in Mount Juliet at the dealership, you can go through the entire car purchasing process online, if you so choose, at Two Rivers Ford. Com. Of course, DraftKings Sportsbook using the promo code A to Z Sports for America's top-rated sportsbook app. All manner of odds boost, profit bonuses, no-brainer no bets is the word or the phrase that I'm looking for, all available to you in the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code A to Z Sports. Of course, when it comes to finding your dream address without the stress, you know that the people that you trust are the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Our day ones around here, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time at GaryAshton.com. And of course, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. That is what the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling and Brymac Mechanical of course, provide to you B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. They can hook you up commercially. They can take care of you residentially. They can do it all for you at Brymac Mechanical. Okay, so many of you have strong opinions about J.J. Watt. I see you piling in the comments already. Je- uh, Jeff Rubel says, turned out a big money contract from the Colts and the Browns. L Boogie 808 says, Arizona gets Watt. We resign borders. No comment. Watt, a misguided decision according to Ian Creekmore. So let us go through the things that you guys have to say about this particular situation, because I do think there is a, a little bit of nuance that's been left out of this conversation. And you, you know, of course, the show is built for nuance. What do you think? Why do you think, rather? Your Two Rivers Ford take. Why do you think J.J. Watt chose the Cardinals? He had many options. He had a half dozen teams. After him, he had more. He probably had a dozen teams after him, to be completely honest with you. Um, but we know the main actors. You know the Packers, the Titans, the Colts, the Browns, the Cardinals, sneaking in as a dark horse. Nobody talking about it until he made the announcement himself today. The question that I have for you is, why do you think J.J. Watt chose Arizona? You guys get in there with your Two Rivers Ford take. We will discuss at length together why J.J. ended up heading out to the desert. We will let you guys, I will let you hear the reporting for me in Rappaport because J.J. Watt broke his own news. But of course, we go to Rap Sheet for much, much of our breaking news coverage to kind of set the scene for us before we start, before we get to taking, before we get to opinions. In the meantime, I will quickly tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford, Nashville's headquarters for the 2021 Ford Bronco, the electric Mach-E Mustang, not just in power, but in style, in body as well. Absolutely electric. This new 2021 Ford Mustang, the F-150, a badass all-purpose vehicle that if we get snowed in again, can pile, can drag you out, can do all of the things that you need your vehicle to do. They are all available to you along with a non-commissioned sales staff who will not put any pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. All you got to do is take a ride out to Mount Juliet, test drive one of their fine cars, drive one off the lot if you choose, or go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. Why did J.J. Watt choose the Cardinals? That is the question that's on everybody's mind right now on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So let's let's go to the reporting first, and then we'll break down what has recently come out about other offers that J.J. had and one that I'm able to confirm. 
Yeah, in very stealth fashion, the Arizona Cardinals landed one of the biggest free agents available, and certainly the biggest free agent available to sign right now, which is exactly what J.J. Watt is going to do. He ends up getting a two-year, $31 million contract, more than $15 million per year, certainly more than most pegged him at. He gets $23 million guaranteed. Now, if it seems like the Arizona Cardinals came out of nowhere, they did. It was very important for J.J. Watt to be private and not have the names of teams that he was really and truly interested in out on Twitter and elsewhere. But this is not a random situation here. Vance Joseph, defensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals, done a really nice job there. He coached J.J. Watt for a couple years in Houston. He is very familiar with this defense, should hit the ground running and be productive. Opposite Chandler Jones, maybe one of the best tandems now in the NFL. He also, by the way, Watt does get to play with DeAndre Hopkins. Of course, the former Texans teammates may have a little bit to talk about when they both officially are together again. So that was Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network kind of breaking down the reporting element of that. But why do you think that J.J. Watt went to the Cardinals? Because it was a dark horse. It came out of nowhere. He takes a picture of himself because that's what J.J. Watt does. He takes pictures of himself, puts them on the Internet for you guys to like, comment, interact with. J.J. is good at attention. I respect it as somebody who is also a bit of an attention whore. I understand the behavior because I live the behavior, right? But there are a good many things that were not a part of Ian Rappaport's report that I will fill in the dots on here momentarily. I want to take some of your comments first before I give you what I know and my opinion on the matter. Apparently, J.J. didn't want a ring or a payday, uh, nor a payday, says Austin. Well, listen, he. this is an interesting, this is an interesting thing, right? Because the, so what, what Austin is alluding to is that J.J. Uh, J.J. Watt got more money offered to him by both the Browns and, who were not really in this conversation until today, the Indianapolis Colts. They both reportedly offered J.J. Watt more money. The Titans offered J.J. a similar contract. I don't think it was quite as much guaranteed money. I don't think it was quite as much on the front end, on an average annual basis. J.J.'s making about 15 and a half to go play for the Cardinals. He would have made a little less than that here in Tennessee, but something comparable. They would have they would have tried to make it work. And yet still, rather than opting for more money or a more competitive team, several more competitive teams than the Arizona Cardinals, J.J. Watt chooses to go to Arizona in a way that is kind of inexplicable to me. But we will. Uh, I will. I will further this discussion here in a moment. With the Cardinals, though, says Ronnie Sneed. That's the thing. Like, I don't think, I just don't think they're that good. Like, the Texans' defense last year was wretched. It was terrible. Um, you saw that in the Titans-Texans game that ultimately saw you win the division title. That defense could not stop anybody. And the Titans' offense was good. You give them credit where credit's due. But, like, you can't give up a 52-yard pass uh, with with literally seconds remaining for your opponent to go ahead and kick a go-ahead field goal to win the division. Like, that's just not how this should go down. It was bad defense all year long under Romeo Cornell. Uh, hey, uh, Titans Kyle laughs and cries at the same time. His ass should have went to the Browns then, says Ronnie Snead. That, that's that's honestly where I thought he was going to end up. One, because they have the money. Two, because they have the talent. Three, because J.J. loves attention. That He would have gotten all kinds of headlines in Cleveland, especially if they'd been any good. Uh, what's good, Buck? Tell me some rumors, says Chris. Well, I don't have rumors, but I have confirmed fact for you that I will get to 
momentarily. Yes, happy March 1st to you too, Randy. <laughs> B-Day month, says Dom. Well, happy early B-Day, Dom. If we uh, if we miss it, just remind me, and I'll be sure to wish you a happy birthday, if uh, if you so choose. Too much for us, bucko, says Dom Odell. Well, that's the thing, right? It would have, it wasn't too much for you. And this is the thing that I was able to, to, to work on today. The Titans offered him a similar deal. Now, again, I, I don't have the details of the deal that they offered him. All that I could get was that it was a similar contract offered to JJ Watt than uh than was uh than what that than what Arizona ended up giving him. And the initial report came from John uh and forgive me if I mispronounce John's last name. He's a sports talk show host in Arizona, but John Gamba Gambadoro on Twitter, Gambo987. The deal JJ Watt signed with the Cardinals was not the most he was offered. The Cleveland Browns and Indianapolis Colts each offered more money. Tennessee's offer was very similar. So I saw this report at about 5.30. I was able to confirm it. And it's a situation where the Titans would have tried to make it work. They really wanted this guy. Vrabel really wanted this guy. John Robinson really, really wanted this guy. Understandably so. But the buyer's beware comes down to what else would you have been able to do around a J.J. White contract that cost you $15 million, $15.5 million, and with no guarantee that he's, I mean, you would have done your due diligence on his health and he did finish the year pretty healthy, considering what J.J. Watt's last five years have been like, where he is dealing with all manner of stuff. And it's certainly not the first five years of J.J. Watt that saw him be a multiple-time defensive player of the year, of course. But in this situation, the Titans tried to make it work. They it, Dom says it was too much for you, you too much for us, he says, too much for us being too much for the Titans. And uh, I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. <laughs> um, he he They wanted a piece of him. Hope Watt fails in Arizona, says Jeremy. Of course, let the hate flow through you. Titans for Life says, I'm glad, honestly. Well, here's here's the catch-22. I think the I think I think the the situation is JJ Watt would have made your defense better, for sure. I think JJ Watt would have absolutely made your defense better. I will tell you that I also had some hesitations with JJ just given his health background, right? There's no way to predict injury. Everybody's gonna get hurt. At one time or another in the NFL, Vrabel will tell you all the time they're 100% chance of players getting injured. That's just the sport that the NFL is. J.J. is greedier than I thought, says Cody. Well, apparently not because, again, the Browns and Colts offered him more money. Gary would rather have Bud Dupree. Again, buyer beware with Bud Dupree. The, the, the film for the one year is exceptional. The ACL tear scares me, especially because it's really the only year of great film that we've seen from Bud Dupree. He's kind of been, he's kind of been on the fence for all, for since he's really been drafted out of Kentucky in Pittsburgh as to why he wasn't producing more up until this year. And by the way, he was surrounded by exceptional talent on defense with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It wasn't just Bud Dupree be helping make the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. He did his part, of course, no question, but he was helped by TJ Watt. He was helped by Cam Hayward. He was helped by Stefan Tuitt and everybody else that plays for that fierce Pittsburgh defense. Of course, that is indeed the case. Daniel Kirby says, that's all right. We'll, we will take Reddick talking about Hassan Reddick. Well, if I'm Hassan Reddick, I'm looking at, I'm looking at JJ Watt and Chandler Jones and a couple other pieces on the, on the Cardinals defense and saying, Hey, maybe I'll, maybe, maybe I'll go play with them. Maybe I'll go play with them for a couple of years. Maybe I'll go see if we can't take this defense to the next level. Cause JJ is going to play on the interior and you'll have guys like Chandler Jones and theoretically Hassan Reddick, if he chooses to come back. On the outside, that's something that could absolutely happen uh, for for the Arizona Cardinals, given that Hassan Reddick is a free agent. So I wouldn't guarantee. The, the biggest issue that now the Titans face 
is how many of these guys actually make it to market. Because there's plenty of reasons for the Bengals to tag Carl Lawson. Matt Judon, I think, is going to hit free agency. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to let Bud Dupree walk as well. But a lot of these guys, a lot of these names that you know, a lot of these names that you've been drooling over for the past couple months, or at least since the season ended, they're probably going to end up back in their teams or on extensions or tagged as they try and work out long-term extensions. There's a lot of that that's going to be going around. You have to prepare yourself for that uh, inevitability. The best shot that you have is for players whose teams clearly don't want to pay them anymore. J.J. Watt was one of those. Matt Judon will be another. It's it's TBD whether the, the Steelers can find the money to pay for Bud Dupree, but I seriously doubt it, given that they need to find a way to restructure Ben Roethlisberger first and foremost, and that a high-priced uh, high free agent is not going to help them uh, on on the salary cap. Sorry, the cat just jumped up on my lap. Say hello to Leo. He uh, he got up and he got he, he was he was ready to get in on the JJ Watt conversation as well. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, Shaq Judon says Chris Frazier. Um, uh, Bud Dupree in my eyes is the number one target now. Says Cody. Baltimore will tag Yannick. Uh, talk about Ngakwe. We will see if they tag Yannick. I love that cat. Says Evan C. <laughs> Bring the cat back. No, the cat got tired as soon as he saw the lights. <laughs> They're both in here. They both chilling in the office. They they don't like to sit outside the door. Well, sometimes they'll sit outside the door, but they got to come in the office anytime we do the primetime show because the office is warm. There's carpet. It's nice for them. Uh, and so anyway, Leo and Leo and Frankie are both in the house tonight for the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. Um, what do you think was the reason that J.J. Watt went to Arizona? Well, I will tell you, I can't believe you're a cat dad, says El Boogie 808. Listen, I'm not a dog person. They, they're all up in your shit. Uh, they, they need constant care and attention and affection, and I am honestly not that guy. The cats don't mess with me except for the, you know, the one time they want to jump up on my lap and ruin the show. Not that Leo ruined the show, but that he jumped up on my lap and tried to get in on the show because he's an attention whore like his dad. Um, and I would tell you that that's really the only time of day that the cats mess with me is when I'm trying to do stuff. So I appreciate that. Let go and let God. That's my pet parenting philosophy. <laughs> and the cats very much abide by that. Uh, but cats are a-holes, says Titans Kyle. I'm an a-hole. <laughs> I'm basic. Like, I think the, the animal that I have I have most in common with is a cat. I don't really like being around a bunch of people. I don't like when people touch me. And uh, for the most part, I uh, can kind of be an a-hole. So, you know, me and the cats, we vibe. Anyway, back to J.J. Watt and the and the Tennessee Titans and the free agency pass rush market that will be available. Uh, Carson or Judon are the top. Carson? Who is Carson? I'm not. Uh, oh, Carl Lawson, I think Brandon is trying to say, are the top ones we should chase, man. But I feel Hopkins was a big factor. Their youth. The young, talented head coach has opportunities. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is that talented. That's the thing. Like, I think Arizona is just kind of a crapshoot. Cliff Kingsbury has been uh, super, super. I just, I don't, he's just been not impressive. I mean, they started okay. The offense was fun. And then Cliff Kingsbury made decisions in game that lost them games. And maybe he'll learn. But like for some of these new age coaches, like who aren't named Sean McVay, some of these new guys get super, super chicken shit. They get conservative. They don't follow the analytics. They don't do the aggressive things like Mike Vrabel, for example. And I know the first thing that comes up when I say Mike Vrabel and, and aggressive is punning on, uh, punning on, you know, fourth and two from the opponent's 40 in a playoff game. Terrible decision. By far the most cowardly coaching decision that the Titans made last season. 
But overall, Cliff Kingsbury is not impressive to me. I don't know where you're getting young, talented head coach from. Nothing that I saw from Cliff Kingsbury in the past two years has said, I mean, he's young, but uh, there's nothing necessarily special. Vrabel on fourth and two, says Big Mac. Yeah, I know. Carson, Carl Lawson, damn, that's clever, says Domodell. I know, it's like a celebrity couple name. Uh, need to target Vaughn Miller, says Sawyer. He's not out there. He's not out there. He's not available. He's not healthy. And also, he's got all kinds of legal baggage. No, thank you. I Maybe you value sacks over morality, and I understand. Maybe I don't understand why, but there's all kinds of sh- all kinds of reasons not to mess with Vaughn Miller right now. Why do you think J.J. Watt ended up in Arizona, though? And I will answer that question for you, or at least as best I can, here in just a second, right after a quick reminder from the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y. M-A-K, that's brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on HVAC needs. They will hook you up the same way that they hook up all of their customers because they're going to make sure that you uh, that they're going to make sure that you get exactly what it is that you're looking for. You need to make sure your air conditioning unit is working correctly. It's going to get warm over the next couple of weeks, you know, while we have a brief respite from the spring rains that will soon drench us here in Nashville. Want to make sure that you're warm or cool in your house, depending on what the weather looks like. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs at Brimac.com. Why did J.J. Watt choose Arizona? That's the question that we're asking you. So Scott wants to know why I think J.J. went to Arizona. So I would say to you, I would say to you that the more that I thought about this, because producer Reed and myself, we we have a pre-show meeting every night about an hour and a half before the show. And I said, well, the easiest question is, why did he choose Arizona? And then I started thinking about why he would have chosen Arizona. And I said, well, it's not for the money because he got better, bigger offers from teams that are probably more competitive than Cardinals right now. So it's not the money. It's not to contend, clearly, because if you choose if from the Packers, the Colts, the Browns, and the Titans, you select the Arizona Cardinals, one of these things, you know, one of these things is not like the other four, right? One is a contender. The other was eight and eight last year and really, really spiraled because of bad coaching decisions, I think largely. So it's not to contend. And the answer that I came up with is, I honestly don't know what the hell it is other than an early retirement package in a place that J.J. Watt wants to live. Like, that's the thing that kind of stood out to me. Like, here's here's the thing that I kind of look at J.J. Watt as. Okay, he's going to get attention in Arizona. Arizona is closer to Los Angeles. J.J. Watt is getting closer and closer to the end of his career. He's 32. His body, you know, he's not what he once was. He's still a good player, of course. Let me not diminish what J.J. Watt is. But neither of the Los Angeles teams, be it the Chargers or the Rams, were in the market for J.J. Watt this year. Now, this is this is pure and total speculation. I do not... No, I do not know J.J. Watt. I have not been able to get anywhere close to doing any legitimate reporting on J.J. Watt other than to confirm that the Titans had a similar offer in on J.J. Watt than the one that was offered to him by Arizona. But the thing that I kind of look at is a lot of these stars want to move west. A lot of these stars want to get closer to Hollywood, especially one that loves the bright lights, loves to be in commercials, loves to be in movies, loves to have cameos the way that J.J. Watt does. And so what J.J. Watt did is he picked a place that he'd like to live that's close to the West Coast, that's close to where he can get movies made, commercials made, all manner of things that CAA, his representation, can get for him with great ease. And he said, I'll go play for here for two years. The money is good. It's not the best that I could have gotten, but it's in a place that I want to live. 
It's not the best team that I could have played for, but it's a place that I want to be. And so ultimately, I think nobody really had, nobody knows but J.J. Watt that the, the reasons that he wanted to go to the Arizona Cardinals are the best that I can think for you is that it's close to Los Angeles. And it's just not Los Angeles because neither Los Angeles team offered him a contract. That's really the only sense that I can make of it. He, as to why J.J. would want to play for the Arizona Cardinals, giving everything else that's out there. Nice retirement homes in Arizona, says Ian. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't think there was any great rhyme or reason to it other than J.J. wants to live in Arizona or closer to the West Coast. He saw Kingsbury's house and was like, I want one, says Dirk at time on YouTube. Absolutely. How are we in attractive defense as Titans for life? Well, no, you're not necessarily an attractive defense. I didn't say that. Um, you're attractive team. You're a more, you're, you're probably like statistically, you're not on par with Arizona. Arizona was a better defense than you last year. And they have a pass rush, right? They have Chandler Jones, even if, uh, even if Hassan Reddick does not want to resign, but there's plenty of reasons to come to Tennessee. One, the division is terrible right now. Every star in the last five years that has done damage to the Tennessee Titans is out or on their way out. If T Y Hilton chooses to sign somewhere other than Indianapolis, in free agency, because remember, T.Y. is out there too. So Andrew Luck is gone. Deshaun Watson is saying to everybody that will listen to him publicly and privately that he won't play. Uh, the Jags are, you know, maybe they win four games and maybe you maybe you lose one of them to the Jags, but they're not going to cause you any legitimate strife. And Indianapolis is playing with a broken quarterback who doesn't have a left tackle, a star left tackle, because Anthony Costanzo retired this year. And also, by the way, they need edge help just the same way that you do. So all of the teams in the division that the Titans play in are very not impressive right now. And you're going to play in the NFC West if you're J.J. Watt. If that's not the most competitive division in football right now, you'd have to find me one. The Rams, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals, these teams beat the holy hell out of each other twice a year. And so there are a great many reasons why J.J. shouldn't have gone to Arizona. The only one that I can think of is this is a nice place to live and it's close to LA and JJ wants to make commercials after he's done. Like that's, that's about the only reason that I can find. Nobody knows what the answer is other than damn JJ Watt, but he's going to do it and climb it good for his arthritis. Says Arizona. He's 32. I don't know if he, he probably has some form of arthritis at this point. Scottsdale is, or Arizona is a great place. I was extremely close to going to school in Tucson. Uh, says uh, says Evan C. White, 97, on Periscope. I'm glad Titans did not get him overpaying, in my opinion, says Tom. You can do a lot more for the money that you would have paid J.J. Watt, but that doesn't mean that they didn't try to pay J.J. Watt because they did try to pay J.J. Watt. Yes, but our defense has very little help. He'll be double-teamed, and older players don't want that. J.J. Watt was the most double-teamed player, defensive lineman in the sport last year. You will see less of that with Jeffrey Simmons. You will see less of that with Harold Landry. Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry are better than any two defenders that the Arizona Cardinals currently offer right now. And I would take that, uh, you know, Chandler Jones is great. He's better than Harold Landry. He's not better than both Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons. That's just not so. Uh, uh, Texans released Watt with the understanding that he would leave the AFC South at Durka time. I mean, yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't have to stick to that. He can go where he wants. It's free agency. He clearly did. He didn't go into any teams that made any, any damn sense. From a football perspective, or really a money perspective, it sounds like. Stack up on defense with that money now, says Ian. Yeah, you're, you're going to draft. You're going to find other guys. And we will talk about some bold predictions. Uh, definitely rooting for the mediocrity out of Arizona, says uh, Jeremy. Well, we will take uh, bold predictions. We will make bold free agency predictions. I have an informed, bold prediction that I will make. And I, you know, I 
I think it's pretty bold because it's not a name that a lot of people are talking about it, but I keep hearing it more and more. And I don't, you know, I don't get everything right, but I get most stuff right, especially when it's coming from reliable sources. So uh, we will discuss that coming up next. I want to know from you guys, what's your bold NFL free agency prediction? Now that the biggest domino, theoretically, not named Deshaun Watson, has fallen and we have yet to see what happens to Russell Wilson. He's not a free agent, though. That's going to be a trade if it happens. What is your bold NFL free agency prediction here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Do trades count? Yeah, we can. I, I mean, I, it's free agency, really. But if you want to lob a trade in there, that's fine. But I think, you know, if you're if you're going to be lazy and say Russell Wilson, don't bother. That's, that's not that bold. That's something that's legitimately being discussed right now. What is also being discussed right now from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios is DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top downloaded sportsbook app. What you need to do is you need to go in your app store as you're listening to me tell you about all of the great things that DraftKings is offering to you as a new user. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is finding you all manner of great ways to make money right now. You can do it very simply. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're a new customer, you can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. If your team makes it you uh, makes it rain, you cash $100. Slam dunk of an offer without question, and it won't be around forever. So head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook, and get in on all of the action. Download that app, use the promo code A to Z Sports to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. It's super easy. Promo code A to Z Sports for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 at DraftKings Sportsbook using the promo code A2Z Sports. Bold predictions in the comment section is what we're taking from you for NFL free agency because Dan Orlovsky of ESPN does great work there. I love NFL Live. I think it's the best show on sports television right now, not named Inside the NBA. And I honestly think it gives Inside the NBA a run for its money. But Dan Orlovsky went on television after the J.J. Watt signing of uh, by Arizona was announced, and he said, that's a good one, but I don't think the Cardinals are done yet. Dan's got some bold free agency predictions. This is a huge signing, and it's the signing. I don't think it's the last one. I think Arizona's looking at this as a two-year window and make some moves. And this is the first of many moves to come for them because we have to remember that they have that financial flexibility with Kyler being young and on that rookie deal. And so J.J. Watt is still a capable player. He may not be NFL defensive the player of the year caliber, but he's still a guy that had 14 tackles for loss last year. That's going to help a defensive line. Seven batted balls, two forced fumbles. So Orlovsky saying that he doesn't think the Cardinals are done. He thinks they're trying to maximize the two-year window that they now have J.J. Watt under. My question for you guys is, what is your bold free agency prediction? Because I have one that I think is informed. Uh, and well, not, not that I think is informed. It is informed, and I will tell you that momentarily. Uh, let's see. Um, Zach Cunningham is good for the Texans, says Robert Deerfish. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's alone by himself at this point. 
Uh, you mean, let's see, bold prediction, Titans get Leonard Williams in a tag and trade with the Jets. Well, that would not happen because uh, Leonard Williams plays for the Giants. Titans need to tag John, who says, Amy, do trades count? Yes, Evan, you may make trades if you so choose. Mariota becomes a starter somewhere, says John Vargas. It's honestly possible. Bold prediction, Miami trades Tua and first rounder for Watson. Stephen Crozio on YouTube says, Titans sign Melvin Ingram, big time. I, You know, the more I think about Melvin Ingram, I just think that you need a more complete player. Like, I think Melvin Ingram at this point in his career, and to be honest, let, let me not speak from a point of ignorance because I haven't had a chance to watch a ton of Melvin Ingram yet. And I think that's what I'm going to spend a lot of this week doing is going through a lot of the free agent film especially at the edge rusher position. I've done I've done my homework on the big names. Melvin Ingram is a big name too, but I just I just haven't gotten around to Melvin Ingram if I'm, if I'm being completely honest. So I don't know what his 2020 looked like uh, other than seeing a little bit of the Thursday night football game that Marcus Mariota played in. I didn't see a ton of Chargers this year. Um, Melvin Ingram though, based on based on what I have seen prior to this year, I just think he's more of an obvious like a situational pass rusher at this stage in his career. Now maybe I will watch the film and that will bear out differently. Um, so this is, this could be an uninformed opinion, but Melvin Ingram, I, I don't know if that's necessarily big time, but it could work with something else. It can't be the only thing that you do. Hopkins to Miami, De DeAndre Hopkins, De DeAndre Hopkins to Miami. What do you mean? He just got to Arizona. You think he just recruited JJ Watt to Arizona. He's going to go to Miami. That's a bold one. Um, let's see. Watson to Miami says Dom Odell. I think he meant Watson, not Hopkins. Isaiah Wilson gets sober and starts every game next season. That's not a free agency thing. That's just mean. Uh, and yes, we do hope that Isaiah Wilson gets, uh, if he does indeed require help, we hope we hope that he gets it. Um, Titans signed Judon and Corey Davis, according to Zach Goodman. Uh, Jarrell Casey, I think is what Jocks is trying to say there on Facebook. Bring Casey back. Titans will sign Will or T.Y.? Who is Will, Chris Frazier? You have to be more specific. T.Y., I assume he means T.Y. Hilton. Mel Melvin Ingram is nice at this point, but rather the Titans go younger, says Ace Rider 90. Well, here's here's the thing that I'll push back on, because I don't think they should go younger at all. Uh, younger players be damned. John Robinson doesn't have a good track record drafting young uh, pass rushers. Jeffrey Simmons, they kind of lucked into. Um, and for more reasons than just the ACL, we've all talked about Jeffrey Simmons past at nauseum. Uh, and I think he's done a really, really good job at workshopping or rehabbing his image, um, by all of the, by a lot of the good things that he's done to kind of make up for what his, what is it in his past? Um, but to get younger, I don't really care for them to get younger. In fact, I'd rather them build a team like the Buccaneers. I'd rather them sign a bunch of year long deals that are going in all in to try and win a Super Bowl. I like the Tom Brady model much better than I like the method. Of, at, le at least here's what I'll say for where the Titans are right now in their roster construction and where everybody's contracts are. Right. I would much rather them go all in and try and buy a Super Bowl like the Buccaneers did. And yes, you're, you're going to Tampa Bay, many of them to play with Tom Brady and Ryan Tannehill does not have that kind of allure. Derrick Henry is a big, a legitimate NFL superstar. Does he get you as juiced up to come play with him and for him as Tom Brady does. Of course not. Nobody is Tom Brady. But the Buccaneers definitely showed you a model where you can go out and buy a Super Bowl with a bunch of one-year deals with proven veteran players that can help you get over the top. And I think there are plenty of players, especially this year at the edge rushing position, that can make a difference that way. And one of them that I'm hearing 
and that I would be willing to make a bold prediction on an informed prediction. That doesn't, it's not a guarantee. It's not a report. It's a prediction. But I hear that they really, really like Ryan Kerrigan. I know somebody said it early on the, on the, uh, I think it was on Periscope where I saw it and forgive me. I don't remember who said it. Otherwise I would attribute proper credit, but Ryan Kerrigan really, really fits well what they want to do here in Tennessee. He really, really fits well with the leadership that this locker room apparently needs on the defensive side of the ball. He really, really fits well for somebody who's going to go all in for the team treat they, the, the player who treats the team as he wants to be treated, that is Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan has ties to people on the Titans coaching staff presently. Right now, that's Jim Haslett, who was in Washington with Ryan Kerrigan for a period of time. Will Compton is not on the team, but Will Compton is absolutely recruiting Ryan Kerrigan to come to Tennessee. You bet your ass. Ryan Kerrigan is a name that I continue to hear every time I kind of test the waters about what free agents that they might be looking at. It's not that Ryan Kerrigan is the solution to your pass rush, but I, I know they like Ryan Kerrigan. And by the way, he could help. He could absolutely help you as long as it's not the only move. There has to be something else that comes along with Ryan Kerrigan. But a bold prediction is that Ryan Kerrigan will be a Tennessee Titan in 2021. Again, not a report, not a uh, not a uh, not something that I can that I can give you. You know. Uh, hardcore, you know, factual evidence of right now, just that they like him, just that they're talking about him, just that I keep hearing his name. And so with that, I'm comfortable making a prediction in that way. I would like Kerrigan, says Scott Trevathan. John Bertotti agrees he could get on board. Yeah, that's a sleeper, says Lee Hobbs. Titans Kyle is the person who nailed it, so I will attribute the proper credit to Titans Kyle. Bravo for your good work, Titans Kyle. Titans sign and Dominican Sue and Patrick Peterson, LOL, says Ian. Yeah, you don't need... Uh, you don't need Peterson, and really, you already have a Sue. You just need somebody who's not quite what Jeffrey Simmons is to help Jeffrey Simmons make plays. I like Kerrigan. He's a huge run stopper, can make plays. If we do him, uh, if we do sign him, I predict the Titans re-sign Clowney for pass rush, go after Dupree to be realistic, to make moves. Well, they couldn't do they couldn't do all three of those things. You're not going to sign Ryan Kerrigan, sign Clowney, and, and sign Bud Dupree. That's not financially feasible at all, especially given how close you are to the cap. And you have other players that you have to sign, by the way. Corey Davis... I think is trending at this point to get to be one of the to be probably the top Titans free agent right now that's going to get a contract extension. Would you trade almost an entire draft for Chase Youngbuck? Oh my God, yes. Especially last year's draft. Last year's draft stunk. Um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how much better Christian Fulton can get, how much better Darrington Evans can get. I think that the hope for Isaiah Wilson is not necessarily there. Obviously, the organization is shopping him right now, and uh, and that remains to be seen. I said Kerrigan too, says Jared. Forgive me, I didn't see your comment, Jared. Uh, only like him if we get someone before him. Hope he's not the first option. No, he's, it's it. look at it like Cam Wake, but a better option. Cam Wake was 37. Ryan Kerrigan right now, I believe, and I will fact check this quickly while we sit here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I will tell you that Ryan Kerrigan is 32 years old. So he's J.J. Watt's age. He's Jarrell Casey's age. Um, he is somebody that will absolutely uh will absolutely do well for you um uh with with another move and help Jeffrey Simmons and help uh Harold Landry and help Derek Roberson and you know hopefully that's really it that you and Tier Tart like guys who you really need some more juice because those aren't the, I mean you saw last year those players aren't good enough to get it done on their own and yeah again the, the coaching was not perfect either 32 says, yes, I, uh, I appreciate you guys looking that up for me. I should, I, pr I probably should have let you do it and just kept talking instead of taking time out of the show. 
to do it myself. But such is life here on A to Z Sports Primetime. I take Ryan and Clowney back uh, and draft depth. Keep Jones, says Ace Rider 90. Not Well, here's what I'll tell you, Ace. Of all the Titans defensive free agents that are closest, that are most on the way out, that are least likely to be re-signed is how I should say. Daquan Jones, top of the list um, of all of them. Clowney, Desmond King, Jayon Brown. Daquan Jones is at the top of the list for guys I think are absolutely not back this year. And that's just based on some conversations that I've had. Again, that's not that's not confirmed. I don't know where else he would go. I really think he would like the Atlanta Falcons. There's a lot of familiarity there for Daquan, and they could use somebody next to Grady Jarrett to help Grady Jarrett play well. Um, but yeah, Daquan Jones, I don't think he'd come back. Uh, right now, Laurel might be better in 2021. I didn't really see much from Laurel Murchison last year, but you know, you, you could always get better, right? He's a fifth round pick. Titans have done well with fifth round picks. Tajay Sharp, Jayon Brown, LaShawn Sims for a couple of seasons as a depth player. Like they do well with their fifth round picks. They do well with later picks in the draft. Trade for Daniel Hunter, says uh, Arthur Daniel. Sure. Uh, you know, why Why don't they just trade for Aaron Donald? Arthur, what, how are they going to trade for Daniel Hunter? How is that going to happen? Daquan Jones just didn't produce enough for us. That's not true at all. And he's a he's a run stopping, he's a run eating defensive tackle. He did exactly his job, and he was one of the best in the sport at doing it. What's your thoughts on taking Christian Barmore at twenty two? Says Captain Woodboat. Um, this is something that's going to come up because Aziz uh, Ojolari, forgive me, I always mispronounce his last name. Aziz Ojolari from Georgia is a player that I really like for the Titans. And he plays edge. And you know who else needs edge at 21? Who's picking directly before you? The Indianapolis Colts. So if Ojolari is off the board, and if, you know, uh, the top, let's say, top five pass rushers um, in this year's draft are gone already, Christian Barmore next to Jeffrey Simmons, I think, would do very well. Uh, thank you, Buck. People need to show Daquan some respect. That's not, you know, I don't, listen. Ian, it's not a it's not a shot at Ian. How Ian, how many snap how many like dedicated how many snaps are you watching dedicated to interior defensive line, much less a nose tackle? Not not uh not uh not Daquan not not even Jeffrey Simmons, but like a straight up pure nose tackle. Probably not a lot. So I understand why Ian thinks the way that he does. I feel like that's common. Um but Daquan Jones was great uh here for the Titans. That's why your run defense has been so solid for as long as he's been here. Ojolari is cheeks, says Arthur Dane. I disagree with that. I don't know what you're watching. Uh, Aziz and Asai are both good 3-4 linebackers, uh, outside linebackers that will, might be available at 22. Again, um, again, the Colts are picking a spot ahead of you, and unless somebody trades up or unless you try to leapfrog the Colts, it's probably going to cost you. Uh, you got to be careful with the options that are available to you at 22. Let's move on and let's talk about team Twitter accounts because there was a uh, there was a situation that came up. It was J.J. Watt related. J.J. Watt broke his own news. And it made me think of a team that broke its own news last offseason. But a question that resulted from that that I will ask to you as we get ready to put a bow on tonight's primetime show when we have done the bold free agency predictions, what professional sports team has the most disrespectful Twitter account? Let me know in the comments section. The Titans are not very disrespectful, although they did punk Darren Ravel one time, which I will forever love Nate Bain for. The Titans do not often disrespect people. In fact, I, I think that uh, I think that Nate is very reserved in his commentary as to what he could do to disrespect people. What is the most disrespectful team-run Twitter account? Well, you guys tell me that. I will tell you. 
about somebody who is utterly respectful and utterly professional. It's the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without your st- without the stress, just as I did. GaryAshton.com is where you go to find out how to sell your home for more. For all of the people that keep wanting to move down to Nashville, Tennessee, and into Middle Tennessee, because we're you know we're the best thing going right now. We're one of the biggest or fastest growing cities in the country. Everybody wants to be here, right? The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage will make sure that you get the best deal, help you sell for more, and the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and Primetime. They ain't going to steal you wrong at GaryAshton.com. Who is the most savage of the team Twitter accounts? Uh, Eagles, says Jared. Captain Woodboat, says Steelers. Will Compton's haircut would like a word. Yes, uh, that you know what? That is totally fair. I completely forgot about the way that Nate just absolutely eviscerated, rightfully so. Will Compton looked uh, tragic, tragic with that god-awful Peaky Blinders haircut that the suit did help him pull off, but he got he got like that. I, th- I think it was Christmas week, and I understood his explanation. You had to get a haircut like on Wednesday, as opposed to getting on on Saturday before you travel for a Christmas weekend game. Um, but it still looked awful. You could have done better. You, you're you're going to wear it. He wore a hat anyway, like he needed the damn haircut to pull off the outfit. Like, what, what an ass hat he was. Literally an ass hat. Uh, Will Compton's haircut. So, yes, uh, well done by Nate Bain for absolutely savaging. Will for that god-awful thing on his head. The Tampa Bay Rays, says Arthur Dane. John Varkas would say the Ravens. Grizzlies, according to Clark Brandon, two on Periscope. Not always disrespectful, but very witty. So, Wendy's most sarcastic period. Yes, but they're not a team. Otherwise, Wendy's would win this going away. Not even close. So, J.J. Watt breaking his own news brought one particular moment of disrespect to my mind last offseason. And it's something that Titans fans hold near and dear to their heart. It was the release of Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley, formerly a first-round pick of the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons decided to break their own news on the subject matter of Vic Beasley. And so they put out a year ago, just about uh, this time of year, breaking news, according to the official Twitter account of the Atlanta Falcons. We will not pursue negotiations with Vic Beasley this offseason. Flat out, cut it off. No go, no Vic Beasley, we're done with him, we're moving on, on to Cincinnati, all that good stuff. And so, people begin to, you know, draw attention to the fact that the Falcons are tweeting out their own breaking news. They're just not going to talk to this guy anymore, they're done with him. And so the comments begin, and somebody asks, what are your sources? And the Falcons say, literally us, the Falcons. We are the ones telling you that we will not be pursuing contract negotiations or contract extension talks. With Vic Beasley, the breaking news, they will not pursue negotiations with Vic Beasley this offseason. The source, literally us, the Atlanta Falcons. Disrespect, ultimate disrespect, savage, unbelievable, unbelievable, completely and totally unnecessary, but God was it good comedy. And unfortunately, at the expense of Vic Beasley for him, I don't know what that did to him personally. I don't know how, I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was incredible to witness on social media. One of the best things mwah, that I have seen done by a Twitter account. And I know the Blue Jays have been good about this as well. No idea beyond Falcons, says Pooker. You don't have to go any farther beyond the Falcons. That's the answer. Uh, Daquan Jones. Oh, I'm I'm way, I'm scrolled back, way too far back on the comments. Forgive me. Uh, hard on him, says Tom Odell. I remember that. That's why I was saying that we should have stayed away from him, says Titanfall. Many people were saying they should have stayed away from him. And you know what they did? They did it anyway. They signed him. Uh, and by the way, John Robinson, I re- it's still something I'm not able to get over that John told us after they cut him is that they initially pursued a multi-year deal. Can you imagine? Can you 
imagine if Vic Beasley in this in this COVID season, when you're already working with a restricted cap, Vic Beasley cost you more money than the money that it cost you nine and a half million dollars guaranteed for a year that he didn't even finish. Repeat this, Buck. Vic Beasley and Isaiah Wilson are bums. This Coach Payton. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I uh, it's it's like when you guys make it's like when some I won't I won't uh, I will not I will not cast a wide net. Sometimes people say things in the comment section of the show that I believe to be stupid. I do not say that they personally are stupid. I say that they are displaying the behavior of someone who is stupid. I will never personally attack you unless, you know, it's there's a personal attack on me and I'm emotional one night and we all have moments, right? It happens. So I'm not going to say that I will never personally attack you. Uh, I try not to. But uh, when you call Vic Beasley and Isaiah Wilson bums, you know, I try to avoid the personal attacks. What I will say to you is that they are displaying the behavior of somebody who is a bum. And we'll leave it at that. No personal attack. It sounds much better. No stupid comments, just stupid people who comments as times. Eh, you know, um, sometimes they're both <laughs> and it's okay. I love you guys just the same. And you can all listen. I will never discourage you from saying whatever the hell you want in this comment section. This is your show. I'm just the gas bag in front of the microphone, facilitating the conversation with all you guys you know, hundreds of you, thousands of you at any given night, uh, scrolling in and, uh, and keeping me going. Cause it's, it's lit up for two years. Almost. It's been me sitting in this room, talking to myself and you guys have, I couldn't do it without you. Right. It's, it's impossible for me to do this just by myself. Me, my, me and producer Reed, uh, can't be worse than tiger King says Robert Deerfish. Yes, you are correct about the gas back. Listen, I know what I am, baby. And it's, uh, it continues to pay me well. So ain't nothing wrong with being a gas bag long as the checks cash and the checks coming in well here from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios and the money I'm going to make it off DraftKings promo code ADC Sports. <laughs> Can't wait for the big announcement Wednesday. Let's go, says Elbogie. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. We will, uh, we will see a big announcement on Wednesday. Uh, I, would, I would say that the announcement would be made during the day and that we will talk about it at length on Wednesday night because everything's going to keep coming. Uh, Buck is mainly a fun guy, everyone. Nothing personal, says Captain Wood. But no, I, I think everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows not to take me uh, personally in here. I hope not. Unless, again, like unless you make a personal attack of me and it bothers me in a way that I feel that I need to make a personal attack of you, and then I will probably attack you personally. Uh, but for now, that's not the case. It's been a beautiful Monday night. We've done 48 minutes and change worth of show. And I tell you what, I'm not tired yet. I've got a great 615 Sessions podcast coming to your feed bright and early, actually midnight tonight is when it will be in your field. Shiel Kapadia, great writer for The Athletic. He covers the NFL at large. We went through a bunch of different stuff, like Carson Wentz to the uh, to the Indianapolis Colts, like Russell Wilson and the trade talks that are being had, like the position-by-position position breakdowns that he's doing in free agency and where else Jonu Smith might end up. All of that is going to be available to you in your A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. All you got to do is type in 615 sessions. You get me twice a week. Uh, for this week, for this week, twice a week. Again, we'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Plenty of good stuff coming though. Don't worry about it. Uh, picking on Kaharski says Puka. I didn't, I didn't pick on Paul though. Well, yeah, I did pick a little bit on Paul today. <laughs> Buck and PK are the funniest. This coach Payton. I do love my guy, uh, Kaharski. I really do love Paul. And I won't lie to you. I was egging him on. on, on I don't, I don't know how many of you saw him just absolutely assassinate, uh, Braden Gall on Twitter today, but I, I would lie. I would be lying to you if I didn't say that I was egging Paul on via text <laughs> outside of the Twitter thread that was public and uh, public and available to everyone. 
I, uh, I love you guys. You have brought it strong as always. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for making this show possible. Support the people who make this show free for you. DraftKings Sportsbook, Two Rivers Ford, Gary Ashton Remax, and Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Uh, they are great businesses that will hook you up the same way that they hook me up and all of their great customers because they pride themselves on customer service. Again, subscribe, rate, and review to the 615 Sessions podcast, bangers only. This week, we're going to have a couple of good ones. I can't tell you who's going to be on Thursday's pod yet, but I promise you, you're going to want to hear it after our announcement on Wednesday. A lot of good stuff coming over the next couple of days. And I promise you, it all means good stuff for you guys. That that much, I guarantee. I cannot guarantee to you that the Titans will re-sign uh, Jadavion Clowney. I cannot guarantee to you that the Titans will pick a pass rusher in the first round. What I can guarantee to you is that Wednesday's announcement will mean fantastic things for you as an audience and for your boy. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do it together. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Peace and love as always, fam. I tell you what, I got a ton of energy because this is going to be a great week. And I am fired the hell up for it. We will see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts. And uh, we'll do it with great energy because I'm not tired yet. Oh, no! oh!